Section 19 of A Book of Myths. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. A Book of Myths by Jean Lang. Section 19 Proserpine. Sacred goddess, Mother Earth, thou from whose immortal bosom gods and men and beasts have birth leaf and blade and bud and blossom breathe thine influence most divine on thine own child proserpine if with mists of evening dew thou dost nourish those young flowers till they grow in scent and hue fairest children of the hours breathe thine influence most divine on thine own child proserpine shelley the story of Persephone, or Proserpine, is a story of spring. When the sun is warming the bare brown earth, and the pale primroses look up through the snowy blackthorns at a kind blue sky, almost can we hear the soft wind murmur a name as it gently sways the daffodils and breathes through the honey sweetness of the gold-powdered catkins on the grey willows by the river. Persephone! Persephone. Now once there was a time when there was no spring, neither summer nor autumn, nor chilly winter with its black frosts and cruel gales and brief dark days. Always was there sunshine and warmth. Ever were there flowers and corn and fruit, and nowhere did the flowers grow with more dazzling colors and more fragrant perfume than in the fair garden of Sicily to demeter the earth mother was born a daughter more fair than any flower that grew and ever more dear to her became her child the lovely proserpine by the blue sea in the sicilian meadows proserpine and the fair nymphs who were her companions spent their happy days too short were the days for all their joy and demeter made the earth yet fairer than it was that she might bring more gladness to her daughter proserpine each day the blossoms that the nymphs twined into garlands grew more perfect in form and in hue, but from the anemones of royal purple and crimson and the riotous red of geraniums, Proserpine turned one morning with a cry of gladness, for there stood before her, beside a little stream, on one erect slim stem, a wonderful narcissus with a hundred blossoms. Her eager hand was stretched out to pluck it, when a sudden black cloud overshadowed the land, and the nymphs, with shrieks of fear, fled swiftly away. And as the cloud descended, there was heard a terrible sound, as of the rushing of many waters, or the roll of the heavy wheels of the chariot of one who comes to slay. Then was the earth cleft open, and from it there arose the four coal-black horses of Pluto, neighing aloud in their eagerness, while the dark-browed god urged them on, standing erect in his car of gold. The coal-black horses rise, they rise, O oh mother, mother. Lo, she cries, Persephone, Persephone. O oh light, 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 she cries, farewell. The coal-black horses wait for me, 
o shade of shades where i must dwell demeter mother far from thee in cold strong arms pluto seized her in that mighty grasp that will not be denied and proserpine wept childish tears as she shivered at his icy touch and sobbed because she had dropped the flowers she had picked and had never picked the flower she most desired while still she saw the fair light of day the little oddly shaped rocky hills the vineyards and olive groves and flowery meadows of sicily she did not lose hope surely the king of terrors could not steal one so young so happy and so fair she had only tasted the joy of living and fain she would drink deeper in the coming years her mother must surely save her her mother who had never yet failed her her mother and the gods but ruthless as the mower whose scythe cuts down the seeded grass and the half-opened flower and lays them in swaths on the meadow pluto drove on his iron-coloured reins were loose on the black manes of his horses and he urged them forward by name till the froth flew from their mouths like the foam that the furious surf of the sea drives before it in a storm across the bay and along the bank of the river anapus they galloped until at the river-head they came to the pool of cyane he smote the water with his trident and downward into the blackness of darkness his horses passed and proserpine knew no more the pleasant light of day what ails her that she comes not home demeter seeks her far and wide and gloomy-browed doth ceaseless roam from many a morn till eventide my life immortal though it be is naught she cries for want of thee persephone persephone so to the great mother earth came the pangs that have drawn tears of blood from many a mortal mother's heart for a child born off to the shades my life is not for want of thee persephone persephone the cry is borne down through the ages to echo and re-echo so long as mother's love and death is still unchained over land and sea from where dawn the rosy-fingered rises in the east to where apollo cools the fiery wheels of his chariot in the waters of far western seas the goddess sought her daughter with a black robe over her head and carrying a flaming torch in either hand for nine dreary days she sought her loved one and yet for nine more weary days and nine sleepless nights the goddess racked by human sorrow sat in hopeless misery the hot sun beat upon her by day by night the silver rays from diana's car smote her more gently and the dew drenched her hair and her black garments and mingled with the saltness of her bitter tears at the grey dawning of the tenth day her elder daughter hecate stood beside her queen of ghosts and shades was she and to her all dark places of the earth were known let us go to the sun god said hecate surely he hath seen the god who stole away the little proserpine soon his chariot will drive across the heavens come let us ask him to guide us to the place where she is hidden thus did they come to the chariot of the glorious apollo and standing by the heads of his horses like two grey clouds that bar the passage of the sun 
they begged him to tell them the name of him who had stolen fair proserpine no less a thief was he said apollo than pluto king of darkness and robber of life itself mourn not demeter thy daughter is safe in his keeping the little nymph who played in the meadows is now queen of the shades nor does pluto love her vainly she is now in love with death no comfort did the words of the sun-god bring to the longing soul of demeter and her wounded heart grew bitter because she suffered others must suffer as well because she mourned all the world must mourn the fragrant flowers spoke to her only of persephone the purple grapes reminded her of a vintage when the white fingers of her child had plucked the fruit the waving golden grain told her that persephone was as an ear of wheat that is reaped before its time then upon the earth did there come dearth and drought and barrenness the wheat was blighted in the ear the purple grapes blushed no more on the vines and all the gods were sorrowful lewis morris gods and men alike suffered from the sorrow of demeter to her in pity for the barren earth zeus sent an embassy but in vain it came merciless was the great earth mother who had been robbed of what she held most dear give me back my child she said gladly i watch the sufferings of men for no sorrow is as my sorrow give me back my child and the earth shall grow fertile once more unwillingly zeus granted the request of demeter she shall come back he said at last and with thee dwell on earth forever yet only on one condition do i grant thy fond request persephone must eat no food through all the time of her sojourn in the realm of pluto else must thy beseeching be all in vain then did demeter gladly leave olympus and hasten down to the darkness of the shadowy land that once again she might hold in her strong mother's arms her who had once been her little clinging child but in the dark kingdom of pluto a strange thing had happened no longer had the pale-faced god with dark locks and eyes like the sunless pools of a mountain stream any terrors for proserpine he was strong and cruel had she thought him yet now she knew that the touch of his strong cold hands was a touch of infinite tenderness when knowing the fiat of the ruler of olympus pluto gave to his stolen bride a pomegranate red in heart as the heart of a man she had taken it from his hand and because he willed it had eaten of the sweet seeds then in truth it was too late for demeter to save her child she had eaten of love's seed and changed into another he takes the cleft pomegranate seeds love eat with me this parting day then bids them fetch the coal-black steeds demeter's daughter wouldst away the gates of hades set her free she will return full soon saith he my wife my wife persephone ingelo dark dark was the kingdom of pluto its rivers never mirrored a sunbeam and ever moaned low as an earthly river moans before a coming flood and the feet that trod the gloomy cocytus valley 
were the feet of those who never again would tread on the soft grass and flowers of an earthly meadow yet when demeter had braved all the shadows of hades only in part was her end accomplished in part only was proserpine now her child for while half her heart was in the sunshine rejoicing in the beauties of earth the other half was with the god who had taken her down to the land of darkness and there had won her for his own back to the flowery island of sicily her mother brought her and the peach trees and the almonds blossomed snowily as she passed the olives decked themselves with their soft gray leaves the corn sprang up green and lush and strong the lemon and orange groves grew golden with luscious fruit and all the land was carpeted with flowers for six months of the year she stayed and gods and men rejoiced at the bringing back of proserpine for six months she left her green and pleasant land for the dark kingdom of him whom she loved and through those months the trees were bare and the earth chill and brown and under the earth the flowers hid themselves in fear and awaited the return of the fair daughter of demeter and evermore has she come and gone and seed-time and harvest have never failed and the cold sleeping world has awaked and rejoiced and heralded with the song of birds and the bursting of green buds and the blooming of flowers the resurrection from the dead the coming of spring time calls and change commands both men and gods and speeds us on we know not whither but the old earth smiles spring after spring and the seed bursts again out of its prison mould and the dead lives renew themselves and rise aloft and soar and are transformed clothing themselves with change till the last change be done lewis morris end of proserpine recording by james k white chula vista